Hello, my friend. Welcome to this episode of the True to You podcast coming to you right on the equinox, autumn equinox for us down under and the spring equinox. For those tuning in in the Northern Hemisphere, I feel like you're probably relishing every sunny, warm day that comes your way. I was recording a podcast actually earlier today with a woman who's in New Jersey and she was saying that things are still starting to settle down and and that they've had some pretty crazy weather. But I think that's kind of what's fun about this time of year as well is that it really has us reorientate and prepare ourselves for the next season, whether that be the next season of winter which is on its way for us or the next season in your business or in your life so that is where we are at now today's episode is one that I was really excited to record I was very excited to sit down with these two women because I've actually known them for the last three years they live locally in Newcastle and they have partnered together in 2022 on a new business venture called One by One Creative. Yes, if you recall, I had beautiful Jess Wells on the podcast a couple of years ago now, and now she has partnered with Remy Dowling, and One by One Creative is their new venture. They are a branding and creative studio. Both have very interesting backgrounds in the industry, but have come together with complementary skills, assets, ideas that are really elevating brands, intentional brands, impact-driven brands. They're particularly interested in helping elevate female-founded brands as well with a very, very clear brand strategy that sees them through the launch and perhaps relaunch of their their businesses for these women especially with these amazing creative businesses so in this conversation we do touch a lot on this process of coming together and starting a partnership because I felt like this was going to be really interesting to a lot of the listeners it's not something that that some of us lean into instantly because it can be a whole new world to bring on someone in have a 50-50 partnership in your business it suddenly changes everything a lot of people when they grow their businesses they think about bringing on staff or think about contractors virtual support and things like that but this time these two amazing women have decided to take the plunge and establish a partnership so we spend a bit of time talking about that we talk about Remy's story so that we can catch you up on what she's been up to in her career to date we also talk about empowering women in business and why they choose to work with the types of businesses that they do and then finally we jump into a bit of work around branding and why they believe it's really important to nail this stage and have a really clear and intentional brand also how they've put together their offerings as well because with two people coming together with different backgrounds how they've created something unique and really beautiful for their clients so 
I'm excited to dive into this episode with episode. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to record this again, so we're just going to leave that one in. I'm excited to dive into this episode with you today. Let's bring on Remy and Jess of One by One Creative. Welcome to the True to You podcast, your go-to show for practical wisdom to build a meaningful, creative small business. You'll find content on marketing, mindset, and tons of experts who want to help you grow a thriving small business that you love. My guests are exceptionally creative women building businesses from their zone of genius, all while balancing many other roles in their life. I'm your host, Ruby Marsh. Let's do this. Welcome Remy and Jess. Jess, back on the podcast for a second time. Yay. Yeah, and Remy, who is Jess's business partner now in One by One Creative, and very, very exciting because I've also known Remy for a long time, and when I heard about this partnership, I was like, match made in heaven, you two (laughs) seem like the perfect combination of strengths and very complimentary so that's a big reason why I wanted to get both of you on the show is because I think this is an exciting opportunity for a lot of creatives to explore in order to expand their business and a lot of creatives I know tend to bring in junior staff or they bring in support via VAs and things like that so it's more um I guess supporting rather than looking at a collaboration or a partnership which could actually potentially expand your opportunities and what you can offer. So we're going to dive into that which I'm very excited about. Uh, Jess, having been on the show, we we will certainly will hear from you but if you guys want to hear Jess's story which is really fascinating and so interesting I got so much great feedback off your story last time I love hearing that yeah (laughs) and people were coming to me you know months later going oh that Jess well she's really cool I really want to do what she does so uh, you've got a few little fans out there uh, (laughs) Jess which is awesome but we'll dive into Remy's story, I think, first. So I'll link up Jess's episode in the show notes so you guys can dive into that. But let's talk about you, Remy, and your career journey, what that's looked like up until this point of going into partnership with Jess. Sure. Yeah. Thank you for having me. It's so exciting to be here. And I listened again to Jess's podcast this morning, and it was really beautiful to hear you both speak and now I'm excited to be a part of it and talk about one by one um my career journey um started I guess so I've always been interested in design and like creating experiences through events or styling or you know just in everyday life um and so I started doing visual communication design at university and kind of moved into graphic design and then she's funnily enough what I studied yeah <laughs> but not at the same university same uni different times okay yeah different times mm-hmm. yeah we went there together at the mm-hmm. same time 
Um, and then after that, I actually uh, started working at a co-working space in Newcastle and it was really good because I was surrounded by a lot of creatives. So kind of threw me into the industry and I got to, you know, really, um, yeah, I get guess get glimpses of every creative industry from different people. And then I moved into agency as a project coordinator, um, which I loved. It was really good to kind of be working, um, like kind of, you know, my organisational background was really... She's the queen of organisation. <laughs> she is. She is. She is. Yeah. Um, really, yeah, evident through that. So it was really good to kind of be the translation between what the client wanted and then um, talking to the creatives and making sure that was really well executed through the creative process. Uh, and then from there, I kind of found my niche in brand strategy, working for a brand strategy agency. And... Um, yeah, I guess that's where it really started making sense for me that I wanted to work with impactful brands and um, make a difference and work on projects that really matter with people that are doing cool things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so talk to me about how you, you guys met maybe. Like we can go with the, the love story. Do we go? Shall <laughs> I tell the story like I like to tell it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you tell it. So it's actually quite a funny story, which if you did listen to my last episode, you know that I'm a bit like that. <laughs> the, the spiritual kind of, mm. um, you know, meant to be moments, I mm. guess. But um, it actually happened that I had a meeting with a local businesswoman and I was kind of picking her brain about my business at the time. And she said to me, randomly, she was like, have you met Remy? And I, at the time, I was like, no, I haven't. And anyway, she showed me her Instagram profile. I followed Remy, who did not accept my follow request. And then I completely because forgot about it. Because I was in it. the section of the Instagram that you have to go into. Okay. I didn't do it on purpose. Okay. <laughs> anyway, a couple of weeks after that, I was looking for a new housemate. And um, I interviewed a few girls. And one of the girls who came in and ended up becoming my housemate, she said to me in the meeting, oh, in that initial meeting, have you met my best friend, Remy? Initially, I didn't put two and two together, but when I realised it was actually the same person, um, Remy came into my life anyway. Um, and the first, the businesswoman that I'd met with had said that Remy and I would be in a really great, you know, work match. Um, so that's how we came to meet. Mm. Um, and then we laughed about the fact that Sarah had said we would be good in business and then didn't do anything about it, but we just connected on like, you know life and the kind of our histories and whatnot and then probably like six or seven months later I was somewhat drowning and mm. managing a business on my own and I looked at Remy and I was like I actually remember I was sitting in a cafe with her and I was actually picking her brain about how I could become better at basically what she is <laughs> and I had this thought to myself of like I think I would like to work with her. Like, I think I really want to partner. But I, I know that that's a really big thing. So I took a moment and I was like, mm-hmm. And I said to her, I'm like, would you be interested in going into partnership with me? And that's where it started. I know. And I, I guess I had always been inspired by Jess and the work that she does. I'm always interested um, with her background and her creative direction and, um, you know, creative experience. And... For me, I was just really drawn to the, our conversations about, you know, working with um, 
yeah, with people that are making a positive difference and, and not just brands for the sake of it. And we had a lot of deep conversations right from the beginning about where we wanted to take our careers. And our lives. Yeah. That was yeah. a really big thing. And shaping a business around, yeah, I guess our lifestyle and yeah. our values and yeah. our beliefs. And so it was, it kind of felt right. And then, yeah. And I think like with Andrea, who's um, now my housemate and um, Remy's best friend, she just always was like, you guys, like everything, like, yeah, your value system is so much the same. Yeah. And so she was just so confident in our ability to um, do this together. And yeah, I mean, she knew us both so well. So I think that was a really nice yeah. Nice piece of the puzzle as well. Yeah, you're the yin to my yang. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Remy, were you at a point where you wanted to jump ship from agency work into your own thing? I think I, at the time, I was running my boss's business. Mm. So I was kind of getting into that, you know, I was putting so much passion and energy into something and I'm like I really want to do this for myself and I think I've always been that kind of person that has wanted to work for themselves and um yeah I guess just create my own rules and create my own you know you know everything I guess so for me it was kind of a natural progression um, and it was re- it's been really nice to be able to work for agency and work for smaller businesses as well and kind of, you know, pick up um, learning pieces along the way and then apply that to what we've created with One by One. Yeah, yeah. amazing. So why don't you share with us a little bit about the businesses that you work with? I know a lot of them are female-led businesses, impact-driven was something that Remy you were very interested in moving more deeply into and I know when we talked before the podcast you both said that you're really invested in helping elevate women and help them with their dreams and I know that uh, Jess is an incredible visionary who can see someone's dream and then be able to pull all the pieces Mm. together so with one by one creative like why do you see that so necessary at this moment in history I guess you could say but just generally yeah where where, why is that your focus with your clients um who you want to attract into the business yeah Yeah. so it's really interesting to be talking about this at this point in time um I know that podcasts last a while but contextually you know we're in the middle of or at the start of things going on with the Ukraine and Russia we've got floods happening in in Australia we've got you know pandemic still existing and as a small business you kind of like where do I fit amongst all this it's Mm. really hard and I think um naturally we gravitate towards working with women but we also have become we've realized that the reason we do that is because my creative background which is the visuals and what people tend to be attracted to us for it has a feminine slant Mm. But actually, we really, we're not worried whether they're women or men, mm. but we want to elevate people who want to do good things. Yeah. Because I think with so much craziness in the world, um, we need our small business people to be bringing solutions. We need them to be bringing hope. Um, and so we've kind of identified that although like what we're doing day to day isn't out, like, you know, getting our hands dirty and like 
making change in that way. Like we are elevating the voices of people who are doing it with their business mm-hmm. and that's our, Telling that's our that story. change. And yeah. so, yeah, our ability to tell their story and um, help them do what they do even better. Yeah. Um, so that's why we kind of focus on people who are considering their impact and um, niching down on brand so that we can expand our capacity to really elevate people's dreams mm. for good and... I guess that's, yeah. does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. And I imagine that these people, there's a lot of people right now, we've, we had a very, what felt like a bit of a um, flourishing time post 2008. I, I went into mm-hmm. my career in 2008 in architecture and it was a very crap time. Yeah. <laughs> and for five years of my career in architecture fighting for my job and Mm. I think we're kind of coming back around to a bit of that feeling Mm. again although I think there's other things that are meaning people's job situations are changing as well but I think in that you're right there's this sentiment of hope that can get lost and we can always be looking to the the bigger powers for the solutions and Mm. for the guidance but yet there's so many amazing people just even in our local community here where we live who have ideas who connect people with their businesses Mm. that's so important Uh, so yeah I think it's really interesting that you're honing in is there any businesses that you that you've loved working with so far that I think uh, that Well, it's been interesting, you know, right from the beginning, Jess and I kind of, you know, set the, our values as a business and wanted to make sure that every client that we brought on board really aligned with our values and, um, yeah, that we just weren't taking on projects for the sake of it, like I mentioned, but, um, we're working on some really interesting projects. Um, I don't know how much I get. I know, it's hard to know how much to say. It's to say, but um, we've worked with, recently we're working, we finished a project for a lady in Sweden who runs retreats around the world um, and is all about, uh, I guess, yeah, like. um, Personal development. Yeah, she's been incredible to work with, really inspiring And then we're working on a project at the moment with sustainable homes um, and they're kind of reinventing the wheel in that space. So that's been really exciting. We just finished a workshop with them. Um, So, yeah, it's just rewarding and you come to work and you actually feel like Mm. you're working on really amazing projects with really cool people that have ideas and we get to take those ideas and then develop them into, um, you know, a beautiful brand. Um, that has substance and it's so nice to be able to funnel all of our like feelings about what's going on right now in the world into into these projects Mm. where um, otherwise it would you know you might just get stuck in a tunnel of social media Mm. or whatever and being like oh my god there's just so much suffering but to have the opportunity this early in business to Mm. only have clients on board who have a hell of a lot of potential Mm. A lot of background, a lot of strength. Like we're not working with people who are like, oh, who am I? They know who yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah. And then we've got the amazing um, opportunity to help them share that with the world. And so we're like alchem. What was it that I said this morning? Like we're alchemists of despair. Right now. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh my god, the world. But like, but let's make a change. I yeah. Know. And through from the beginning, through our services, um, Jess and I 
kind of crafted the, I guess, well, we said, you know, when people come to us, we define who they are and then how that looks. So they know who they are, but we kind of help, you know, define that through the strategy and then um, apply that to the aesthetic of how that looks. And then we also, you know, how um, I kind of move that into the, well, what should you say and what should you, you know, share? And that's like through marketing strategies. So, um, yeah, it's, it's developed our services in a really natural way. It has, yeah. We've definitely let our strengths or, you know, each week we find that, oh, this is working and like we, we just naturally gravitate towards doing more of that. And, you know, when we're getting feedback from our clients that like, oh my God, that bit's so helpful, then we're expanding into that area mm. and seeing like, mm. it's been actually kind of taking a bit of a sideways turn, but beyond those initial services, if we see an opportunity mm. to work together to further it, mm. then we're almost mm. almost like inventing a new service in reaction to what's needed based on what we have to offer. Yeah, yeah. and um, I think that's what is, you know, I, I really wanted to make sure that with One by One we you know, we build the brand foundations and we get all the foundations right. And then, you know, we might translate that into the website because we see that as like the vehicle to, you know, um, display the brand. But then it's also like making sure that that brand is upheld and that there's consistency um, applied, you know, continually throughout. So it's not just a set and forget approach. Um, So that was why it was really important for us to be able to you know, continue with those brands, work on their marketing content strategies and make sure they're always upholding that level of quality. Yeah, it's like a conversation we have quite early is um, we try and... Because at the end of the day, what we're trying to do is we're trying to have a business. So we're like, we want to bring the right people with the right values and then we want to arm them to take what we do and grow. Mm -hmm. So then we have conversations with them about like, are you... Have you considered how this is the initial investment with us, but how in other ways you're going to have to set aside budget to make Mm. sure that you're able to uphold uphold Mm. um, what we're creating and that because that's for their success, right? And stay true to who they are and their story and their offering. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. interesting. Okay, I I like that, and I that's a a really interesting way to keep clients that you really love as well, and to keep almost like you become part of their business for yeah. for a period of time mm. without being inside their business but mm. you're offering that opportunity to them something that you've both touched on a little bit in previous questions was around strengths now I think it's really interesting that when you come into a partnership like this and I've certainly noticed this with working with my husband is that you have to be quite clear on uh, not only the, the division of work who's working on what but what strengths people have to match with that so I'd love to go a little bit into when you were having those initial conversations around your partnership what would what you both could bring separate things to the table so maybe you can describe your roles within one by one so that people get a bit of a Mm. picture of that but then I'd love to share how you saw those roles being pivotal in terms of the growth sure yeah I think it's funny um how I would say like in the early days because I think that the the most practical thing to do was when you're choosing a partner, a business partner, is to be like, 
let's get that all really clear from, mm. the, from mm. the get-go. Mm. And I think to some extent we did, but also there was a bit of an overlap. So it was like, mm. you know, I obviously had been in business already. Remy was so keen to do that. So that was that was exciting and, and great. And she brought um, so much of the, like, structure and stuff like that. But then she also had brand. And then for me, I had the creative and the design background and then brand. And so that was the overlap. But... I think there was almost so much overlap that we weren't yeah. necessarily clear on our roles mm-hmm. from the outset. Hey, interesting. So it was, yeah, it was kind of like we. It made sense because I'd always come from a project background. You'd always come from a like project management background. You'd come from a creative background. Mm-hmm. So our roles came. You know, our my job title of as head of brand made sense, yeah. and your job title of head as head of creative yeah. made sense. But yeah, there was so much overlap and it was a learning process it to was. figure out, you know, um, not try not tread on each other's toes well, as well. And Stay I, in each other's lane. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah. I, I think one thing, like I knew that. I like mm. I may not have even voiced we we're really good at voicing everything. I may not have voiced that, but the reason I didn't was because I felt so sure on like a gut level. Yeah. And not to say that I just felt followed that because I'm well aware that this is a this was a big thing mm. to commit to. But I think I was like, we can figure that out because there, I do see that we do have differences. Yes. And we're just going to have to figure out how to manage that, um, the greater area yeah. as to how that's going to pan out. And it's actually really funny because, you know, we've only been in business for what? Four months. Four months or five months. Um, the last four to five months has been a real learning process about, you know, oh, that's what she's really good at and this is what I'm really good at. And then um, even in presentations now, yeah. we'll both be presenting and we'll just look at each other like, you've got this part. And then you'll look at me and go, you've got this part. Yeah. We just know <laughs> our strengths and we know how to work each other, work with each other now. And even with our process of brand, like we'll start off with the creative exploration together and the brainstorming. And then I'll jump into the project management timelines, you know, the structural side or the brand strategy side, like the... Um, you know brand personality and tone of voice and then Jess will just get into her creative land and you know um, come up with these incredible golden ideas <laughs> um, and yeah really take that you know explorative um, creative exploration process like um, yeah she's incredible at that um, so yeah it, it's it's kind of naturally it's it's actually evolved. landed in a really nice place considering there was that like like kernel of uncertainty it's how that would um play out um and it's been funny like the 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 learning of each other like for instance you know working myself for a long time as a as a both a word and a pictures person so like copy and um design and aesthetic like I can be quite um like I'm the refiner Mm -hmm. and my level of perfectionism is it's frustrating to myself, let alone I can't imagine what Remy thinks sometimes, but she's been a legend. Like, and I've, I've learned to use my voice and be like, I want, um, like, I think this needs to be done in terms of refinement. And Remy's like, cool. Like she's totally happy for me to refine where needed. And it's been, we've kind of identified that Remy's the put, put it all out. And then I'm the refiner. Mm. So like it works really nice and we're both really happy. Like I'm happy for Remy to do the initial stuff and then for me to come in and, and kind of like massage that to a place that we can put it out to the world. Yeah. Um, and we actually had a meeting recently where Remy was talking to someone about my needs in business and she just knows me to a T and it's so nice because she like, 
she supports me in like the most perfect way. Like I, I couldn't ask for a better business. Oh, partner. the same with you. You're like, <laughs> yeah, I'll get on with you now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you share with us a little bit about the logistics around partnerships? I know this is kind of the dry and boring side, but yeah. I think it's also really important because I do see a lot of people and even not necessarily my own personal experiences where people dive in, they're so excited mm-hmm. about launching the business and getting the logo and the website up that the back end structure, whether that actually be just simply defining roles or like, uh, you know, pricing coming together on that as yeah. well, because you both had different backgrounds around that. Mm. And then just like legals and things like that. Mm. Is there anything that, you could share that maybe would help people if they're sure yeah I think it was really important from us from the get-go to establish like clear communication and we had a really brutal conversation at the beginning like we need to bring everything to the table with each other because creating a company you know there's so much um yeah that can go wrong but also you know most of the time you're going to have an amazing relationship, but things can, you know, go wrong as well. So you need to prepare for the worst. And Mm. um, so we've been really clear to set like our expectations with each other, um, put that all in writing and make sure it's really clear from the beginning. But also it was really interesting, even, you know, developing our services and our prices to go, okay, well, this is the world you've come from and this is the world where I've come from. Now, who are we talking to? And how can we, you know, make that work? So it's kind of a massaging process, it isn't has it? Been. It definitely has been. Like yeah. We and I talking think... to the right people as well, like our accountant and our financial planner, and getting like the advice and um, yeah, to just make sure it's fair from the from the outset. Totally. And I actually had um, a client that I loved working for for quite a few years. Um, they were in partnership, and I saw mm. that fall apart Mm, um so Mm. I like I said I I definitely didn't go into partnership without thinking like choosing the right person I guess not that you can know obviously and I just because I chose Remy doesn't mean we're not gonna hate each other in two years (laughs) (laughs) um but like we we will bring like if I have one thing that's niggling at me and this doesn't really happen but I feel like we've had conversations even around like you know coming back to my like level of perfectionism remember that conversation we had about who we're going to take on mm. and really early on we had to draw a line of like um because I want to work on beautiful things mm. you know like that's something that as like a, and it's a high standard and it, yeah. and it was one that I like I kind of was a little embarrassed to admit I'm like you know this really matters to me but it's not like beauty in a superficial sense it's just that like as a um in the design like you sort of want to be able to be inspired and part of just that throwing a logo out there no. where someone says I need a logo no exactly, exactly. <laughs> so much more than yeah. that and we had a conversation I think it was probably the hardest one we ever had yeah uh, and we uh, like straight up from the beginning we had our services and that day we decided we were going to completely drop one of our major services that could have potentially been one of the biggest, the biggest. money spinners because not only was that important like and, but me communicating to Remy why that was important for her to understand it like that mm. was a tricky conversation but yeah, because we it. were both coming at it from different perspectives, but then really understanding the other person's perspective. Mm-hmm. And where we landed was a really good place for the client's perspective, uh, mm-hmm. for both of us yeah. to stay true to the work that we want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And 
um, not just accepting it because it made sense and because we could do it. And also because we were like going down that road would have been like a fear-based path mm. because mm. it was like, mm. oh, but we need work because but we were like, okay, okay, that's fair and that's real and, you know, this it does need to make money, but if Let's we're not back to clear, why we started exactly. this. Yeah. And we're not, we're not just – like we could both go get jobs quite easily. That's not an issue. It's like we're creating a life for ourselves yeah. and we sort of – so we've been constantly massaging and, and I think both really interested in feeling equally um, – fulfilled by this mm. and like making sure we both looked after and yeah you know yeah. in our place of strength and yeah yeah but so. i guess logistically you asked a little bit about that financial planners and accountants yeah. Yeah. and agreements in place mm. i imagine yes yeah. yeah like partnership agreements um we set the company up as a company because it you know Better lessened the risk of like Liability. liability um but that's it was what our accountant told us to do we were like yeah. okay that sounds yeah. great <laughs> but it was it was really about making sure that we had the right people on our team you know our financial planner our accountant our bookkeeper um you know people in our lives that we really trust and um making sure that we had everything set up from the get-go so that yeah it negated that risk long term and um and then we could do all the pretty you know mm-hmm. pretty stuff with our own brand and make sure that it had backing (laughs) yeah exactly exactly and that's always that tricky stuff as well because i know in the beginning of setting up a business it feels like more money's going out of the business than coming in when you're setting all those things up you're like oh gosh another deal to do that you know and you're like okay this is like that we know that this is for the future but we've just got to get this all sorted now and then yeah. we can kind of play and have fun. And, and that was so important for us because, yeah, you don't want to, you know, down the track go, oh, we didn't get that set up right from the start. Mm-hmm. And even our processes, like we've been, or well, I've always come from a very, you know, strict system process background. So making sure that we created that from the get-go and we keep, you know, we have monthly check-ins for our, with our finances and then that's when we bring things to the table that, Maybe um, in theory, except we bring it every day. Yeah, <laughs> like we like have these times set aside, but you know, inevitably we'll walk into the, the office each day and be like, "So I've had a Here's thought." An idea. Like I think we're always bringing ideas of how to better the systems and yeah, to make sure that we're building something that's sustainable and and um, it's not perfect. It's no, a, yeah, it's a process. Yeah. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, very good. I that's um that's music to my ears because I love the. I, I, I'm very creative, but I also love the practical side. Mm. It's probably because I'm less uh, or more risk averse than, say, my husband, even though we're in business together, <laughs> which is really funny. But, um, yeah, I think I like that you've got those things set up. You've also had so much experience. I think that's a really important thing to highlight is that you're not coming to this as new graduates. No going, oh, wouldn't it be fun to work together? Let's mm. give this a go. And you're actually coming to this with years of experience, seeing what's worked, what's not mm. worked, what's worked with your clients who are in partnerships and things. So I imagine that by now you've you've refined a pretty good list of yeah of what I feel really confident. Yeah. yeah. Like I think we've got everything we need. It's just about and it was funny, like, yeah, and even when we were creating, you know, when we were doing our own brand strategy workshop for our own brand, I was going back through my computer of all the notes I've written over the, like, last 10 years yeah. of this 
business that I actually had in my head the whole time. Which was pretty much exactly, which was was exactly what Jess had had. I did, a, um, I did a program a couple of years ago where I had to write a business plan, oh, like quite a few years ago now, and I ended up bringing it to Remy and showing her my services in that business, and it was exactly the like, same as exactly what I the thought. Same as her notes previously, so yeah. it was very aligned. Yeah. Yeah. We've been lucky in that way. Yeah. Very lucky. That's cool. Synchronicity. Mm. I love mm-hmm. it. I love it. Okay. So one thing that I know I was chatting with Remy before this and she mentioned that agility and you've, you've both alluded to that as a skill that you've needed. And I think especially in the first probably one to even two, maybe even three years of business, agility is mm. it's that skill that you're constantly honing because you might not have a team to be able to offload a lot to, so you're kind of doing this dance together, which is really fun. Um, and something you mentioned was how to pivot offerings and change things up, which mm. I know you're still in the early days, but... I'd love to talk a little bit about this quality of agility. Is it something that you both had created as a skill on your own or was it something that you realized, oh, we need to, we're going to put something out to the market, try it, but we might need to shape it and mold it over time. Was there like, we've got to get this right from the get go or are we okay to be a bit agile with this and Mm. see what comes to us as well? I I think well I think what's interesting is um, how do I put this like it's important what the market responds to but I think mm. given our experience it's also like well we know we, we're not worried that we're going to deliver on value or like that we're going to be able to do a good job of whatever it is we choose to do but the agility that Remy would have been talking to you about Ruby is um, the fact that Again, we, we went into this for the long term and to build something that we could keep coming back to and keep doing with pride and with inspiration, with joy. Mm-hmm. And um, I think, like I said before, like certain decisions you can make early in business can be fear-based mm-hmm. and it can mm-hmm. be based on, well, you know, like... like it, it dep- I, Obviously, you have to put a bit of skin in the game and like we both invested some money into this business at the beginning so we gave ourselves the ability to... Um, to play and mm. to find where we wanted to sit and I think that's where the agility's come from it hasn't actually been so much market led it's been like um, us figuring each other out figuring out um, how to balance like you know it could have been very easy to do a design only business because I already had a lot of clients and then Remy could have done the project management and I could have done the design but that wasn't we, I mean, in ways we kind of did that for a little bit but it wasn't balanced mm. and we wanted to find a place where we are business partners and it's yeah. a 50-50 and then beyond that we're growing and so I think that's kind of... Yeah, and because like, you know, I've worked in agency and Jess has worked in, you know, bigger companies that you've had to wear a lot of hats and you've had to do a lot of things, like, yes, we can do all of these services but where do we really, like, where does our heart lie and, like, where can we at the most value and... Um, that was really hard for me because oh I I came to our first meeting with all of these services going, Jess, we could do this and we could do this, we could do this. And Jess is like, yeah, but we're not, we're not a big agency that has all of these people. Mm-hmm. Let's really find our niche. And 
if this is just us two for a while, you know, where can we add the most value for our clients and make sure we're, you know, staying within our, um, yeah, I guess our passion. And so yeah, I think it's been, yeah, pivoting to make sure that we're. Yeah. And I think that that, like my knowledge, that kind of comes back to the Remy puts everything out and then I refine, but yeah. also it came down to my experience working for myself and knowing that like for many years as a designer, I'd been doing websites, I'd mm. been doing books, I'd been doing, um, oh my God, illustration. I've been doing like all manner of things. I've been marketing managers for, you know, finance. Like I've been doing so many random things in my own business. And then when Rem came with all these, um, ideas I just knew that that would actually exhaust us and burn mm. us out if we were yeah. trying to be the masters of everything and, and that's I, probably what I've done in the past and exactly. why it hasn't worked exactly and, yeah and I think what's really nice is that because we both had that big brand overlap um and as we've kind of fallen into our um strengths as a partnership we also have this ability to like narrow in on brand but then mm. expand our skill set within that one area yeah and so our hope is that we get better and better and better at helping our clients do the things that they want to do, like we were talking about earlier about the impact and mm. just kind of work within the brand. Yeah, like increasing our value in that particular Thanks. corner. Yeah. Mm. So do you have just, it sounds like then that you've really refined your services down to a couple of, I mm. think from memory looking at your website, you have a couple of packages. Yeah. Packages. Mm. Yeah. Is that correct? Is that what you landed yeah. on? Yeah. yeah. So our core offering is the unforgettable brand package really. And that's because we believe that it's not just a logo, you know, yeah. <laughs> like a lot of people think it is. And we think that's where people go, you know, small businesses go wrong because it doesn't have that substance or that strategy behind it. So, you know, um, brand strategy is huge for us, making sure that you're talking to the right people and you're saying the right things and you've got the right tone and it's reflected through your brand personality and your values. And then you apply all of those, you know, those thoughts to um the aesthetic but it's really about starting with that strategy first and then you know moving into how that looks aesthetically um and then also from that package then and also sorry the website um setting people up with the foundation so that they can continue on that website journey with themselves and that can evolve over time and um and then we've also as we said before like um got the marketing and the content strategies so where we can add ideas to make sure that the brand is upheld well, an extension and of the brand, an extension of the brand. so yeah. that's where we've kind of shifted so we started with kind of we can do your brand we can do this we can do that we can do whatever but now that we are our core core thing is unforgettable brand it's like getting those initial foundations or if it's a rebrand you know coming back to the foundations and then because so much create like so much comes out of that mm. so like ideas about um campaign ideas mm. about um like collaboration idea like just so much creativity comes out of really deeply looking at somebody's mm. um business yeah. and then the marketing and content plans come out of all of that so then it's like this ongoing relationship because once we've kind of worked with somebody's business at that level we're constantly we are part of it and we know it intimately you know and so we've seen like you know that we can add so much value ongoing by having like a, kind of like a brand review or a um like a um, applying the marketing content strategy 
based on all that initial work. Yeah, and, and coming up with way. the creative ideas for campaigns and execution. And so, yeah, really, we've we've narrowed down our service offering to probably three or four services that we feel is exactly what our small businesses need mm. and then how we can continue that relationship yeah. and can like can um, constantly add value over yeah. time. Yeah, mm. amazing. I love that. I love that you really got clear on that because I think that's something that we see working with coaches and creative business owners is that they have a tendency to want to put all of these things into their service or they're interested in you know you have a lot of amazing personal interests you have a lot of amazing personal interests and then sometimes you're like oh we could put a bit of this in and Mm -hmm. we can bring my yoga into it we can bring Mm -hmm. this and and you may very well be able to do that but I think sometimes it can also it's that balance. I won't yeah. say that always it dilutes the what you're trying to offer, but um, if yeah, it, it's it's about finding that clarity of this this service is going to solve this problem for this person. Exactly, and being really yeah, clear on you have to be a little ruthless. Hey? Yeah, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you have yeah. to learn to say no and when the right time is to say no and and then yeah and then um, also listen to what your clients want and where they're going to yeah have the most value added to their brands and i think like with adding services to your business or our business like you said about having Mm. all these different skill sets we've like the good thing about partnership is that it's not just like my business isn't just a reflection of me no you know it's not just me yeah like which i think historically it had been for me it was like Mm. my business is a culmination of all the things i've done (laughs) in my life whereas now it's like no um we, we talked about it in the early days that there was Remy and there was me and then there was this other third entity. Your baby. Our baby. baby. <laughs> our, our baby. And that baby had its own name. It had its own personality. Like, we, it didn't belong to us. Yeah. But like, we were kind of nurturing it. Yeah. And so that's helped to keep things separate. separate. So, like, my yoga background doesn't come into it at all. Yeah. Although I think it's informed, like, our values and, you know, yeah. there's talk. Like, we, we definitely talk around a lot of things, but we use the business... Um, the brand as the kind of measuring stick for whether or not we bring something else in like does it actually fit and we're we yeah. we really are brutal with that as well and keep like, coming back to sense? our brand on a page of you know our vision our purpose our values and yet does this make sense for the long term or is this just something that we could do and would be really nice like at the time but yeah yeah it's not true to yeah yeah and and look this that if you went the other way it's not necessarily the wrong way mm, no but you're what you're saying is that it means that you as a whole person becomes very entwined with mm, the business yeah and I think once you've been in business a few years, you realize actually, hey, I, I'm okay being separate from my yeah. business and that being its own entity. Yeah. And I go to work for my business yeah. Yeah. and it serves me, but you kind of have this relationship with it rather than you. And, and that's very hard also, I will say, when you are working for just yourself yeah. to not like, draw that line yeah. of delineation. I think it's really, really difficult like to look at, because this is what we find, right? Like, we had such a great time branding one by one, but it's a lot easier for us to do it for other people because you have that objectivity and you have that mm. bird's eye view, which is really hard to do for yourself when it is just you working on your own. Um, so I would say like getting 
like do one thing at a time and like get clear mm. on and sort of rather than trying to be everything because that is the other thing you like kind of go like I'm all this I have so much to offer I've got to put all of it in and like pass that on but that you could stop before you start so it's like pick one thing get some momentum does the next thing fit kind of like and sort of let it be this amorphous thing that, yeah. that grows with you and evolves with you versus That's trying been... to put it all in the cake at the beginning. Yeah, and that was seriously my biggest challenge. Oh, it was so big for you. Yeah, and Jess has helped me really get there. And, and that was my challenge to be like, hate to be the bearer of uh, bringer of bad news. But, but we're going to focus on one that. thing. And I'm like, <laughs> I've never focused on just one thing. I'm, you know, I have so it's many so things. Unique, isn't it? It, it is. Really, it's really helps us to zone in where we're going helps us to grow like you know I feel incredibly excited personally as a creative about like what I can do within, within the this. brand space mm, yeah I'm looking at animation I'm looking at like mm-hmm. um like different kinds of storytelling like having a meeting tomorrow with a director just to pick his brain about like how he would tell stories and yeah and so you know but I'm not like them the next minute like um getting film together yeah but you can do a lot of personal and career development within within that that space and be known for those people that are really really good at brand hopefully yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, i think that's great i think that's really cool and um it's some something that we work on a lot with our businesses as well as having them think about it as a world that they are creating mm. and mm. this comes a little bit from gaming and those sorts of industries mm. fantasy and things like that and we also think about create a club like that is it's a world that people are coming into and so it also helps you separate you're just part of that world. You're a player in that world. You might be leading your clients, but also uh, it helps you to get really clear on what is this thing that people are going to be part of or yeah. when they're interacting with it. Um, and it, it's very much part of branding and marketing, but it helps people to really uh, think about every touch point totally. mm, yes. you know, and like how's this going to feel to for someone to move through this and the customer journey yeah and sometimes when you've got too many services on the go mm-hmm. that like it's like oh people are coming in from everywhere and they could exactly. be doing this and whereas i think um having been a person that's now only selling one service yeah. as well mm-hmm. it's like oh this is so nice. Yeah. You know, yeah. we can see exactly how they move through the business, and we can perfect that over time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think we've come out of an interesting time. I don't know if you two would agree, and um, you've probably Remy done lots of own personal development mm-hmm. on the side and stuff like that. But I know you have Jess, uh, even just through your yoga and things like that. We did come through this time probably. 10 five to ten years ago where everybody was trying to bring all their passions together and start Mm. a business yeah and it was very idealistic Mm. and it's really funny because i think a lot of the teachers that taught that their business actually wasn't that but that's what they were teaching you to do there's a lot of that yeah there is and there's like you can you can you can and it's like but why should you? Yeah. Like, that's the other thing. Like, yeah, don't do it for the sake of it. Well, I think people did it from such a, like you say, really, like an idealistic place because they're like, oh, I have all this stuff. But I actually heard this really beautiful um, idea on um, who, oh, from Mark Nepo. Do you know I, Mark Nepo? I don't know. So he's um, like a poet, author. He's got a few books. I think I heard this on one of Oprah's podcasts. Yeah. Anyway, um, but he talked about 
this thing like in this day and age if if we like to write we're a writer yeah if we like to, if we're a good if we like to swim we're a swimmer if we like to paint we're a painter and we have to like I think he says it's like you turn um we're obsessed with turning ourselves into something into verbs or something I don't know like but we have to we can't just write but we have to be a writer you know yeah. like we have to make it our bread and butter and we have to get earn money from our cushions mm. and like that idea of um having to make everything money like monetize everything that's kind of I think like just feeding like a capitalist mindset really and like I think what's been really nice is because now Remy and I have this structure around our business and at, at the end of this week I'll be 100 100% in because I've had some hangover clients for the last few months but from the end of this week it'll just be all whenever we're together we're working when we're separate we're generally not yeah um but I'm like okay I'm going to start painting again I'm going to start for, like you know exploring Jess outside of work yeah and I'm so excited. And, yeah, it's and nice none of that's to make that monetized, you know. So yeah. my yoga can come back in a way that's just for me. It yeah. doesn't have to be for everyone yeah. else. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a nice kind of, you know, I'm kind of rediscovering who I am when I'm not at work. Yeah. And that's kind of daunting, very exciting. You can be that. I think how we would explain it in in the yoga that that I practice is that you can be this multi-dimensional being. Mm. Um, but it doesn't have to put food on the table exactly. if we don't want it to. No. And I think that was what was great about Big Magic, about Elizabeth mm. Gilbert. She talked about how she waitressed for a really long time before she turned pro with her writing and things like that, and that she also gave a lot of people permission just to really get back into hobbies and yeah. to get back yeah. into... Following your curiosity. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, very cool, very cool. Okay, so one thing I wanted to talk about just finally is this idea of really good branding. Now, I don't know what stage most of your businesses are that come to you, whether they're startups or whether they're, you know, they've been in business kind of fumbling their way through the first couple of years and then they're like, oh, hang on, we should really look yeah. a little more professional. <laughs> bit of both. It's probably a bit of both. Yeah. Um, what do you find your clients skip over when it comes to branding what what's kind of missing and this is a little bit of being a layman and mm. then being the person that's the expert right mm -hmm. you got to forgive the fact that they don't know everything okay. but if if a business owner is listening to this and they're thinking about getting some branding done you know what's kind of the essentials what are the things that maybe we don't realize is important with a brand um, I think first, I think the biggest thing that we bring is clarity. Yeah. Because I think um, you, like with brand, like we were saying, um, you can be trying so many things like, like, you know, duck peddling underwater, like just trying to get everything and you, it's really hard to see what you have to offer. So the process of branding really clarifies mm. what you bring, your unique position in the market. Um, you know, how, like, who you are will inform what you're going to say to the your people, the relevant people. Yeah. Um, and I think all of that, like, because, you know, back in my early days of designing, somebody would come, come to me for a logo and I would 
give them the logo and be like, on your way. But that we have the ability to help them clarify what they're actually offering. Mm. And it's it, it's almost slightly coaching. Well, it, yeah. <laughs> We've kind of had to go, oh, we're not your business mentor, you know. like Yeah, and we are. But we yeah. are, yeah, because you need to be thinking about, like you said before, the customer experience, like every single touch point. And it's been nice to, like, I've done some study in that, in customer experience and considering the whole user journey and everything like that. But uh, you have to look at everything holistically to create a brand because it's it's the foundations, it's everything that they are and everyone that they're talking to and then really bringing clarity to that and going, okay, this is what we've identified that you are really good at and this is your, this is your area of expertise and how we're going to brand you and tell that story. But then this is also, you know, we've done our competitor research and our industry research and we understand where you're positioned in the market. And without doing all of that strategy and research, yeah, it's it's just a watered down brand, really, I feel. I agree. And I think for a long time, or I think a lot of people would equate brand with logo and it's just it's just not mm. the aesthetics are the very very last piece of the puzzle so we like it the analogy would be the tip of the iceberg you know like what you see in brand is the logo the typography the color the imagery but then all of that is um underpinned by a really solid reason a really mm. solid purpose mm. and um I and it's and it's even more than that like doing this strategy you know you're unpacking your values and um your purpose and that's helping with recruitment as well like making sure that when you are you know onboarding um new clients and when you're recruiting new staff you're really true to who you are and yeah making sure that you're constantly growing your business with your brand strategy as your core um yeah it's always so nice to have that on hand too that everything that you do okay we're putting a workbook together or we're putting a client document together we've got everything that we need Mm -hmm. yeah it might not be that you've you've created the workbook template or whatever but at least all of those pieces you can always come back to come back to wherever you are and um yeah you're on track yeah, yeah yeah you're completely right how that filters into other parts of the business the businesses that you work with for anyone listening that might be interested in in engaging you both do they need to be established or do they have do you like proof of concept I think I think that's really important because um you know we're not going to turn anyone away but we we want to make sure their investment is going to be worth it. So mm. if they've got, if they know, you know, they don't necessarily have have to have not had a, I'm sorry, to have an, they don't necessarily have to already have a business, but they need to be greedy enough to get in and keep going mm. because mm. Um, all this, you know, if you're not sure, you may as well just get a logo. Like mm. this is a commitment. Mm. Working yeah, exactly. with us is a commitment. It's the, it's the beginning of a long journey, not a short one. Mm. Um, and I think in that way, we've, we've found that our clients are pretty established in their industries or... Actually, no, we definitely have. They're well, all very established within their industries. Yeah, yeah, they are. But they're also, like, it could be a startup that's you know, has this incredible idea and we're helping building that 
um, business from the ground up, that brand from the uh, ground up, but it also could be a company that's been in business for a little while and isn't attracting the right people and they're going, okay, well, my brand actually doesn't represent who I am anymore Mm. because I didn't do that right from the start Mm. or because it's changed Mm. or evolved or or whatever. Um, And, yeah, we're coming in and giving him, providing that clarity. Yeah. so yeah, there's a couple of different stages. Yeah, there are different stages. levels, different stages you can be at. I think it's worth having a conversation to see whether or not um, it is the right fit. But um, yeah, it's definitely like a big commitment. Like, you know, we put so much in mm. and we want them to do incredible things. And yeah, so and it is a partnership really a partnership. with our clients. It's not, you know, we, me coming from an agency, you sometimes in traditional agencies, you don't hear from the team they'll go away and do their thing and it was really important Mm. for us to make sure that there was consistent communication and checkpoints and um that the client felt a part of the process um so we always start our process off with like a really deep dive brand strategy workshop to unpack everything and then um, when we present, there's no real surprise. There's you know surprises, of course, because yeah, good kind of surprises. <laughs> yeah, but it's it they feel a part of it because it's them. You yeah, know, we're branding yeah. their business. So. Yeah, 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 and and the brand strategy that you provide should be really complementary to everything that yeah created up to this point and and what they know to be true in their head as well. Exactly. One last thing. What are you excited about? going into the rest of 2022. Remy, you've got some exciting stuff coming up personally as well. So. Yes, yeah, so as well as my one-by-one one baby, I've also got another baby coming <laughs> um, in like, what, three months? Three months. Yeah. Far out. Um, so that's really exciting. And that's also been, you know, a, a thing. I fell pregnant as soon as we decided to wow. start the business. Wow. <laughs> and we're like, okay, this is, how do we navigate this? So that was its own set of challenges. But, you know, I've just been the most incredible support through it all and going, okay, well, you know, let's create this business around our lifestyle and let's make it work because this is the reality of being a woman in business. And um, so that's been really nice. So I'm definitely excited for that. But I'm also very sure that I don't want to, like, this is who I, one by one is who I am and I need to continue this throughout also becoming a mother and you know because otherwise I'll lose myself so um yeah I'm just really excited for both of my babies to (laughs) (laughs) to grow blossom yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's going to be an interesting year navigating Remy not being as present but it's really exciting and I think we've we've got so much like we've done so much work from day one I mean it it kind of felt like bad timing when she fell pregnant yeah asleep but it's been the best Mm. because we've really lit a fire under our bones to get it sorted yeah so we probably will um recruit in some capacity so that I won't be working on my own but um it'll be really interesting and I think it's almost like like a an unknown year in a way because we we don't really know how things will look at the end of the year in terms of how we're working but um I'm actually really excited about it me too um I think we are very aligned on whenever we come to a fork in the road we generally so far have chosen the same decision like whether it's left or right and so I think um we've got the good foundations but yeah, I think it's all quite unknown. I'm going to Europe for a couple of months. Yeah. Um, so I'll be working from from there. 
Um, I've got a Same time as baby over there. So that was I'm good time. I hope I go to Europe given everything going on in the world. But um, yeah, yeah so we're, we're just, just excited to and... continue working on amazing brands and um, adding little. We've got so many ideas every day. Jess comes to me with ideas. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to put it in a priority order list of yeah. <laughs> what we can achieve. Um, but no, it's exciting. There's lots to come. So yeah. Well, congratulations to both of you and thank you so much for agreeing to share all of this with us and with the True to You community because I know there's so many people that are going to benefit from hearing your story, hearing your partnership journey and just everything that you are looking forward to with the future as well. I think really positive, really bright and uh, the, the world needs businesses like you too. So. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you, Ruby. Thanks Thank for you having so us. Thank you so much for having us.